The Playful Psychologist podcast is hosted by me, Emily Hanlon, a clinical psychologist who primarily works with children and adolescents. This podcast has been designed to offer support to new psychologists who may feel as though they are drowning in uncertainty. It has also been designed to inform and educate parents and teachers on all things child development. Along with some special guests, I explore different aspects of child development, including developmental disorders and emotional regulation, while also advocating for those who may be falling through the cracks in our current system. Hey guys, and welcome to season nine of the Playful Psychologist podcast. I'm so excited to be back. I did have a bit of a brief hiatus. I was managing hyperemesis during a pregnancy. We moved house and a lot was going on, um, but I'm back and I'd love to share some content with you. I have so many special guests lined up this season and a lot to share. And a lot of the um, episodes that I'm going to be sharing with you this season are actually requests from you guys. So I do hope hope that you find, um, you know, everything useful. What we're going to talk about today is introducing a new sibling to the family. Now, there's a lot of information out there on how to introduce a new sibling and, you know, the best ways to go about it. What I'm going to share with you today is my personal journey on how we went about this, because I feel like there's enough out there that you can Google um, and I can rattle off strategies as much as I want. But yeah, I just wanted to share what I did, what we found useful and what worked and what didn't. So introducing a new sibling to the family can be really, really tricky to navigate. But I also think that we as parents, definitely tend to overthink it a little bit. So like I said, we actually just introduced our second child um, to our oldest. The age difference between them is just under three years. And I think there's a lot of information online already. So I'm just going to share what we personally did for our little boys. So for us, we spoke a lot about the baby before he arrived. We'd already named him, which I think was quite helpful. And I would let Luca know where the baby was, gave him the option of kissing my belly if he wanted to. We spoke about the baby often. We let him, you know, help us set up the baby's room, asked him to help us choose a few outfits and toys at the shops for the baby. Um, And he really, really enjoyed this. We also bought him a little baby doll with nappies, a bottle and clothes and all of that sort of stuff from Kmart and he really enjoyed playing with this he named the baby doll Elliot which is actually his brother's name and would practice putting the baby to bed and that sort of thing which was very very sweet One of the best things I think we did in that regard when it came to choosing the toys and helping Luca, you know, letting Luca help us set up was we got some of the baby's toys and books out and Luca was like really curious about them and really wanted to play with them. And we said, yeah, have free reign, play with them all you want because the baby's not even here yet. So we don't have to worry about like disinfecting them constantly and that sort of thing. And I think that really helped. It wasn't like the baby arrived and the baby got all this new stuff all at once and it's all for the baby and not for me Um, especially because a lot of the toys that we did get out for the baby were Luca's old stuff so that was really helpful in just giving him free reign and letting him explore them in his own time Um, if there was a book in the baby's room that he wanted to read it could go in his room and, and that sort of thing so I do think that was really helpful but on that note we read some really great books our favorite was Baby on the Way by My Big Moments because you can personalize the book 
to have your child's name in it. It's a great book because it doesn't only talk about all the positive aspects of bringing a baby home, which I think is really important. It talks about how hard it is when, you know, mum and dad all of a sudden don't have as much time or attention for you and you have to wait for things that you didn't have to wait for in the past and all of that. But on that note, I think one thing we were really mindful of with Luca was not to oversell the experience of bringing the new baby home. So we made it really clear that babies cry, that babies sleep a lot, because if you tell a new sibling how fun it is going to be when their brother or sister gets here, they can be really disappointed when the newborn doesn't come out of the womb ready to ride a bike or play Lego from day one. So be really mindful in helping them manage the expectations of what bringing a baby home may mean for them. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. It's not all sunshine and rainbows for you. So why would it be for your toddler or your child? Um, Yeah, so I think that's really important. One thing that comes up a lot is presence from the baby. Now, a lot of people do this and a lot don't. We personally did. Um, We bought some things that Luca really liked, such as some Spider-Man stickers, a lollipop, um, and also some things that he needed, like that were a bit more practical, like a T-shirt, a Spider-Man T-shirt, some Spider-Man undies. Are you sensing a theme here when it comes to Spider-Man? He really, really liked the gift, but... um, I think it's a personal decision. And I do think that if Luca was any younger, so he was literally two years, 11 months. I think if he was any younger, he simply wouldn't have understood that the present was from the baby himself. So I actually wouldn't have bothered um, if he was under two and a half years at all. Um, And again, they actually met over FaceTime initially. So I had it in my idea of this perfect meeting and I'm going to go on. I'm going to tell you about what actually happened. But Luca was so excited when he saw the baby on FaceTime um, and was, you know, showing my mom and all of that sort of thing. And he was talking about whether he can pick the baby up and stuff. And he so Luca, the night before the baby was born, I had a c-section with Elliot and the night before the baby was born Luca slept with at my parents house and my mum had actually shown him videos online of siblings meeting their babies so he kept asking if he could hold the baby and you know like he'd seen in the videos and it was all very very sweet and we had planned for him to come to the hospital the next day to meet Elliot in person so in my head I was going to have the absolute perfect meeting between these boys. I'd read all the articles about how you shouldn't be holding the baby when the toddler comes in, keep it calm, keep it positive, all of that. And all of that went out the window. So my husband went to pick up my mother-in-law and Luca, my eldest. um, And I told him to text me when he was in the car park so I could get ready. He didn't text me. (laughs) He completely forgot. Three minutes before Luca walked in the door, Elliot did his first poo ever and it was massive and I was obviously alone um, and there was no message to let me know that they were coming up. Elliot was screaming and butt naked when everyone walked in and my husband was holding Luca. It's not what I had pictured. Once we got him clean and settled, Luca asked to hold him. And I've shared that video on social media before, and it was just such a beautiful moment. So even if your first moment isn't perfect, it will be okay, I promise you. Luca did really, really, really struggle with leaving the hospital and leaving me and the baby behind. Um, But my husband went home each night and bathed him and put him to bed, which I think really helped, um, you know, him feel that sense of 
routine and that sort of thing and he didn't stay out of our he only stayed out of our house that one night the other time we had grandparents at home with him and I think that really helped things um along so yes if the first meeting isn't perfect you're not ruining things for the family it's going to be okay we just made a joke out of it we're like man Elliot please your brother's come all this way to meet you and you're screaming and you did a big poo when he gets here ah that's so funny so just use a bit of humor if you can muster it up if you've got the energy to do so now like I mentioned I had a c-section and because we were all healthy we came home early on day three and we made it all about Luca um, during that process now what I mean by making it all about him is um, we used language like Elliot let's get out of the car so you can come see your brother and this made it exciting for Luca and made it about both of them rather than purely about the baby and I really think this type of language um, helped Luca with that transition now he did really really well with sleeping Luca we've worked really hard on Luca's sleep um, but he would wake up earlier than normal and come into our room we didn't fight him on this because at the end of the day in his mind it's so not fair that all three of us were sleeping in the same room room um, and the baby gets to sleep in our room but he doesn't and he's the only member of the family in his own room and all of that so after around three weeks we found that that really settled and he stopped coming in I think if we fought it it would have escalated um things and made it like prolonged that whole experience and made it really hard for everyone so try to just go with the flow in that regard Things will settle. You will slip back into your newfound routine. Don't get too worried if your toddler's sleep or your child's sleep is affected by the change of bringing the sibling home. Now, the next thing I'm going to share with you, I fully appreciate that I am in a really lucky position. I was really, really lucky that my husband was able to take two um two to three weeks off, I think it was, um, when Elliot was born. So I got to do a few one-on-one things with Luca and so did my husband. It was a lot of tag teaming, but so worth it. And Luca really, really enjoyed those times. Even if it was something little like going to the park for half an hour, just us or coming to do the groceries and then getting, you know, a baby Chino afterwards. It didn't have to be something huge, but just those little one-on-one coffee or grocery dates, they were really, really important. And I think if you can navigate them or weave them into your routine at all, I think they're a really good idea. But perhaps the most important thing, in my opinion, comes down to language. So I know I touched on this, but I think it's just so important. So for example, trying not to blame the baby for things when Luca asks. So for example, If Luca says, can you play with me? Instead of saying, I can't because I'm feeding the baby. I would say something like, that's such a great idea. I'm nearly done here. And then let's do that. What do we need? Let's start getting those things out. And if I was sitting down with Luca, for example, um, having a play with him and the baby cried, I wouldn't get up like immediately that second and drop everything. I would say something like, you know, even though I know the baby can't hear me, I would say something like, just a second, Elliot, I'm still playing with your brother. It's his turn right now. And I would just wait a minute before getting up so that Luca could see that his needs were equally as important as the baby's. I would then give him the option of coming with me. So I'd say like, would you like to come wake up your brother or do you want to hang out here? It's totally your choice. So yeah, I think that sort of thing can be really, really helpful. And it's not something that is huge, not something you have to work too hard on. Um, Another thing with language, if Luca did something 
um, we would be like, oh, wow, Elliot, did you see that? How cool was that flip your brother did? And again, it's just a really simple way of incorporating both boys together into the same activities. It's just about kind of the language um, that you're using. We also never force Luca to do anything baby related. He loves helping and he often wants to help. But if he doesn't want to, that's also fine. Same thing with saying goodnight or waking the baby up. Sometimes he's absolutely desperate to wake him up or wants to give him a big cuddle before bed or nap and other days he is totally disinterested and that's okay we've never pushed it I think that's really important you don't want the the baby to seem like a chore and finally um, when we introduce the new baby to other family members we asked if Luca would like to be the one to show them the new brother so that made him really proud and also made the moment about us as a family not just about Elliot. Um, so I do think as well, uh, apart from like those little things that you can do, uh, definitely language is really important. But I do think bringing a new baby home has a lot to do with being organized. So every night when the boys are in bed, I prepare snacks for Luca for the next day so that if I'm knee deep in all things and the baby and Elliot gets hungry, which is often when I'm like sitting down feeding Elliot, his snacks are easily accessible to us and him and he isn't waiting or getting frustrated or getting upset. So just like taking three minutes to throw together a quick lunchbox that Luke can get out of the fridge is enough to like set us up for a good day, if you know what I mean. The final thing I want to mention is remembering to acknowledge feelings around the baby. Babies are loud. They take up a lot of effort, a lot of attention. Your older child or children are understandably going to have feelings about this. Acknowledge those feelings. Remember that the behavior isn't about you. They're just trying to navigate their new normal. Their whole little worlds have been shifted and turned upside down. Luca was so beautiful with the baby, but it took a lot. He took a lot of his frustration frustration out on me and that was really hard for me especially with all the postpartum hormones flying around but what's important is acknowledging those hard feelings really helped both of us oh the baby's crying it's really loud right now and it's hurting your little ears that's making you feel upset you know what it's actually hurting my ears too again sometimes it just comes down to some of the language we use and being mindful of what we're saying to the kids Anyways, just a short episode. I hope that was helpful. Please feel free to DM me any questions you might have on um, introducing a new sibling and I'll try my best to answer them. I hope you guys have a great week. See you later.